Thursday, August the 1st. The real Guru is the one through whom we have our spiritual descent. He is the channel through which the spiritual current flows to us, the link which joins us to the whole spiritual world. Too much faith in personality has a tendency to produce weakness and idolatry, but intense love for the Guru makes rapid growth possible. He connects us with the internal Guru. Adore your Guru if there be real truth in him. That Guru Bhakti, devotion to the teacher, will quickly lead you to the highest. Sri Ramakrishna's purity was that of a baby. He never touched money in his life and lust was absolutely annihilated in him. Do not go to great religious teachers to learn physical science. Their whole energy has gone to the spiritual. In Sri Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, the man was all dead, and only God remained. He actually could not see sin. He was literally of purer eyes than to behold iniquity. The purity of these few Paramahamsas is all that holds the world together. If they should all die out and leave it, the world would go to pieces. They do good by simply being, and they know it not. They just are. Books suggest the inner light and the method of bringing that out but we can only understand them when we have earned the knowledge ourselves. When the inner light has flashed for you, let the books go and look only within. You have in you all and a thousand times more than is in all the books. Never lose faith in yourself. You can do anything in this universe. Never weaken. All power is yours. If religion and life depend upon books or upon the existence of any profit whatsoever, then perish all religion and books. Religion is in us. No books or teachers can do more than help us to find it, and even without them, we can get all truth within. Yet have gratitude for books and teachers without bondage to them and worship your Guru as God, but do not obey him blindly. Love him all you will, but think for yourself. No blind belief can save you. Work out your own salvation. Have only one idea of God, that he is an eternal help. Freedom and highest love must go together then neither can become a bondage. We can give nothing to God. He gives all to us. He is the guru of gurus. Then we find that he is the soul of our souls, our very self. No wonder we love him. He is the soul of our souls. Whom or what else can we love? We want to be the steady flame burning without heat and without smoke. 
To whom can you do good when you see only God? You cannot do good to God. All doubt goes, all is sameness. If you do good at all, you do it to yourself. Feel that the receiver is the higher one. You serve the other because you are lower than he, not because he is low and you are high. Give as the rose gives perfume, because it is its own nature, utterly unconscious of giving. The great Hindu reformer, Raja Ram Mohan Roy, was a wonderful example of this unselfish work. He devoted his whole life to helping India. It was he who stopped the burning of widows. It is usually believed that this reform was due entirely to the English. But it was Raja Ram Mohan Roy who started the agitation against the custom and succeeded in obtaining the support of the government in suppressing it. Until he began the movement, the English had done nothing. He also founded the important religious society called the Brahmo Samaj and subscribed a hundred thousand dollars to found a university. He then stepped out and told them to go ahead without him. He cared nothing for fame or for results to himself. Thursday afternoon There are endless series of manifestations, like merry-go-rounds, in which the souls ride, so to speak. The series are eternal. Individual souls get out, but the events repeat themselves eternally, and that is how one's past and future can be read, because all is really present. When the soul is in a certain chain, it has to go through the experiences of that chain. From one series, souls go to other series. From some series, they escape forever by realizing that they are Brahman. By getting hold of one prominent event in a chain and holding on to it, the whole chain can be dragged in and read. This power is easily acquired but it is of no real value, and to practice it takes just so much from our spiritual forces. Go not after these things, worship God. Friday, August 2nd Nishtar, devotion to one ideal, is the beginning of realization. Take the honey out of all flowers. Sit and be friendly with all. Pay reverence to all. Say to all, yes brother, yes brother. But keep firm in your own way. A higher stage is actually to take the position of the other. If I am all, why can I not really and actively sympathize with my brother and see with his eyes. While I'm weak, I must stick to one course, Nishtar, but when I'm strong, I can feel with every other 
and perfectly sympathise with his ideas. The old idea was develop one idea at the expense of all the rest. The modern way is harmonious development. A third way is to develop the mind and control it. Then put it where you will. The result will come quickly. This is developing yourself in the truest way. Learn concentration and use it in any direction. Thus you lose nothing. He who gets the whole must have the parts too. Dualism is included in Advaitism, Monism. I first saw him and he saw me. There was a flash of eye from me to him and from him to me. This went on until the two souls became so closely united that they actually became one. There are two kinds of samadhi. I concentrate on myself, then I concentrate and there is a unity of subject and object. You must be able to sympathise fully with each particular then at once to jump back to the highest monism. After having perfected yourself, you limit yourself voluntarily. Take the whole power into each action. Be able to become a dualist for the time being and forget Advaita, yet be able to take it up again at will. Cause and effect are all maya, and we shall grow to understand that all we see is as disconnected as the child's fairy tales now seem to us. There is really no such thing as cause and effect, and we shall come to know it. Then if you can, lower your intellect to let any allegory pass through your mind without questioning about connection. Develop love of imagery and beautiful poetry and then enjoy all mythologies as poetry. Come not to mythology with ideas of history and reasoning. Let it flow as a current through your mind. Let it be whirled as a candle before your eyes, without asking who holds the candle, and you will get the circle. The residuum of truth will remain in your mind. The writers of all mythologies wrote in symbols of what they saw and heard. They painted flowing pictures. Do not try to pick out the themes and so destroy the pictures. Take them as they are and let them act on you. Judge them only by the effect and get the good out of them. Your own will is all that answers prayer only it appears under the guise of different religious conceptions to each mind. We may call it Buddha, Jesus, Krishna, Jehovah, Allah, Agni, but it is only the self, the I. Concepts grow, but there is no historical value in the allegories which present them. Moses' visions are more likely to be wrong than ours are because we have more knowledge and are less likely to be deceived by illusions. Books are useless to us 
until our own book opens. Then all other books are good, so far as they confirm our book. It is the strong that understands strength. It is the elephant that understands the lion, not the rat. How can we understand Jesus until we are his equals? It is all in the dream to feed five thousand with two loaves, or to feed two with five loaves. Neither is real, and neither affects the other. Only grandeur appreciates grandeur. Only God realises God. The dream is only the dreamer. It has no other basis. It is not one thing and the dreamer another. The keynote running through the music is, I am he, I am he. All other notes are but variations and do not affect the real theme. We are the living books and books are but the words we have spoken. Everything is the living God, the living Christ. See it as such. Read man, he is the living poem. We are the light that illumines all the Bibles and Christs and Buddhas that ever were. Without that, these would be dead for us, not living. Stand on your own self. The dead body resents nothing. Let us make our bodies dead and cease to identify ourselves with them. Saturday, August the 3rd Individuals who are to get freedom in this life have to live thousands of years in one lifetime. They have to be ahead of their times. But the masses can only crawl. Thus we have Christs and Buddhas. There was once a Hindu queen who so much desired that all her children should attain freedom in this life that she herself took all care of them. And as she rocked them to sleep, she sang always the one song to them, Tatvamasi, Tatvamasi, Thou art that, thou art that. Three of them became sannyasins, but the fourth was taken away to be brought up elsewhere to become a king. As he was leaving home, the mother gave him a piece of paper which he was to read when he grew to manhood. On that piece of paper was written, God alone is true, all else is false. The soul never kills or is killed. Live alone in the company of holy ones. When the young prince read this, he too at once renounced the world and became a sannyasin. Give up, renounce the world. Now we are like dogs strayed into a kitchen and eating a piece of meat, looking round in fear, lest at any moment someone may come and drive them out. Instead of that, be a king and know you own the world. This never comes until you give it up and it ceases to bind. Give up mentally if you do not physically. Give up from the heart of your hearts. Have vairagya, renunciation.
This is the real sacrifice, and without it, it is impossible to attain spirituality. Do not desire, for what you desire you get, and with it comes terrible bondage. It is nothing but bringing noses on us, as in the case of the man who had three boons to ask. We never get freedom until we are self-contained. Self is the saviour of self, none else. Learn to feel yourself in other bodies, to know that we are one. Throw all other nonsense to the winds. Spit out your actions, good or bad, and never think of them again. What is done is done. Throw off superstition. Have no weakness even in the face of death. Do not repent. Do not brood over past deeds. And do not remember your good deeds. Be azard, free. The weak, the fearful, the ignorant will never reach Atman. You cannot undo. The effect must come. Face it, but be careful never to do the same thing again. Give up the burden of all deeds to the Lord. Give all, both good and bad. Do not keep the good and give only the bad. God helps those who do not help themselves. Drinking the cup of desire, the world becomes mad. Day and night never come together, so desire and the Lord can never come together. Give up desire. There is a vast difference between saying food, food, and eating it, between saying water, water, and drinking it, So by merely repeating the words God, God, we cannot hope to attain realisation. We must strive and practice. Only by the way of falling back into the sea can it become unlimited. Never as a wave can it be so. Then after it has become the sea, it can become the wave again, and as big a one as it pleases. Break the identification of yourself with the current and know that you are free. True philosophy is the systematizing of certain perceptions. Intellect ends where religion begins. Inspiration is much higher than reason, but it must not contradict it. Reason is the rough tool to do the hard work. Inspiration is the bright light which shows us all truth. The will to do a thing is not necessarily inspiration. Progression in Maya is a circle that brings you back to the starting point, but you start ignorant and come to the end with all knowledge. Worship of God, worship of the Holy Ones, Concentration and meditation and unselfish work, these are the ways of breaking away from Maya's net. But we must first have the strong desire to get free. The flash of light that will illumine the darkness for us is in us. 
It is the knowledge that is our nature. There is no birthright. We were never born. All that we have to do is to drive away the clouds that cover it. Give up all desire for enjoyment in earth or heaven. Control the organs of the senses and control the mind. Bear every misery without even knowing that you are miserable. Think of nothing but liberation. Have faith in the Guru, in his teachings and in the surety that you can get free. Say, Soham, Soham, whatever comes. Tell yourself this even in eating, walking, suffering. Tell the mind this incessantly, that what we see never existed, that there is only I. Flash, the dream will break. Think day and night, this universe is zero. Only God is. Have intense desire to get free. All relatives and friends are but old dry wells. We fall into them and get dreams of duty and bondage and there is no end. Do not create illusion by helping anyone. It is like a banyan tree that spreads on and on. If you're a dualist, you're a fool to try to help God. If you're a monist, you know that you are God. Where find duty? You have no duty to husband, child, friend. Take things as they come. Lie still, and when your body floats, go. Rise with the rising tide. Fall with the falling tide. Let the body die. This idea of body is but a worn-out fable. Be still and know that you are God. The present only is existent. There is no past or future, even in thought, because to think it, you have to make it the present. Give up everything and let it float where it will. This world is all a delusion. Do not let it fool you again. You have known it for what it is not. Now know it for what it is. If the body is dragged anywhere, let it go. Do not care where the body is. This tyrannical idea of duty is a terrible poison and is destroying the world. Do not wait to have a harp and rest by degrees. Why not take a harp and begin here? Why wait for heaven? Make it here. In heaven there is no marrying or giving in marriage. Why not begin at once and have none here? The yellow robe of the sannyasin is the sign of the free. Give up the beggar's dress of the world. Wear the flag of freedom, the ochre robe. Sunday, August the 4th Whom the ignorant worship, him I preach unto thee. This one and only God is the knownest of the known. He is the one thing we see everywhere. All know their own self. All know I am 
even animals. All we know is the projection of the self. Teach this to the children. They can grasp it. Every religion has worshipped the self, even though unconsciously, because there is nothing else. This indecent clinging to life as we know it here is the source of all evil. It causes all this cheating and stealing. It makes money a god and all vices and fears ensue. Value nothing material and do not cling to it. If you cling to nothing, not even life, then there is no fear. He goes from death to death who sees many in this world. There can be no physical death for us and no mental death when we see that all is one. All bodies are mine, so even body is eternal, because the tree, the animal, the sun, the moon, the universe itself is my body. Then how can it die? Every mind, every thought is mine. Then how can death come? The self is never born and never dies. When we realise this, all doubts vanish. I am, I know, I love. These can never be doubted. There is no hunger, for all that is eaten is eaten by me. If a hair falls out, we do not think we die. So if one body dies... It is but a hair falling. The superconscious is God, is beyond speech, beyond thought, beyond consciousness. There are three states, brutality, tamas, humanity, rajas, and divinity, sattva. Those attaining the highest state simply are Duty dies there, they only love, and as a magnet draw others to them. This is freedom. No more you do moral acts, but whatever you do is moral. The Brahmavet, knower of God, is higher than all gods. The angels came down to worship Jesus when he had conquered delusion and had said, Get thee behind me, Satan. None can help a Brahmavit. The universe itself bows down before him. His every desire is fulfilled. His spirit purifies others. Therefore worship the Brahmavit if you wish to attain the highest. When we have the three great gifts of God, a human body, intense desire to be free, and the help of a great soul to show us the way, then liberation is certain for us. Mukti is ours. Death of the body forever is nirvana. It is the negative side and says, I am not this, nor this, nor this. Vedanta takes the further step and asserts the positive side, mukti or freedom. I am existence absolute, knowledge absolute, bliss absolute, I am he. This is Vedanta, the capstone of the perfect arch.
The great majority of the adherents of Northern Buddhism believe in Mukti and are really Vedantists. Only the Salinese accept Nirvana as annihilation. No belief or disbelief can kill the eye. That which comes with belief and goes with disbelief is only delusion. Nothing teaches the Atman. I salute my own self. Self-illuminated, I salute myself. I am Brahman. The body is a dark room. When we enter it, it becomes illuminated. It becomes alive. Nothing can ever affect the illumination. It cannot be destroyed. It may be covered, but never destroyed. At the present time, God should be worshipped as Mother, the infinite energy. This will lead to purity, and tremendous energy will come here in America. Here, no temples weigh us down. No one suffers as they do in poorer countries. Woman has suffered for eons, and that has given her infinite patience and infinite perseverance. She holds on to an idea. It is this which makes her the support of even superstitious religions and of the priests in every land, and it is this that will free her. We have to become Vedantists and live this grand thought. The masses must get it, and only in free America can this be done. In India these ideas were brought out by individuals like Buddha, Shankara and others, but the masses did not retain them. The new cycle must see the masses living Vedanta, and this will have to come through women. Keep the beloved beautiful mother in the heart of your hearts with all care. Throw out everything but the tongue. Keep that to say, Mother, Mother. Let no evil counsellors enter. Let you and me, my heart, alone see Mother. Thou art beyond all that lives, my moon of life, my soul of soul. Sunday afternoon. Mind is an instrument in the hand of Atman just as body is an instrument in the hand of mind. Matter is motion outside, mind is motion inside. All change begins and ends in time. If the Atman is unchangeable, it must be perfect. If perfect, it must be infinite. And if it be infinite, it must be only one. There cannot be two infinites. So the Atman, the Self, can be only one. Though it seems to be various, it is really only one. If a man were to go toward the sun, at every step he would see a different sun, and yet it would be the same sun after all. Asti, Isness, is the basis of all unity, and just as soon as the basis is found, perfection ensues. If all colour could be resolved into one colour, painting would cease. The perfect oneness is rest. 
we refer all manifestations to one being. Taoists, Confucianists, Buddhists, Hindus, Jews, Mohammedans, Christians and Zoroastrians all preach the golden rule and in almost the same words. But only the Hindus have given the rationale because they saw the reason. Man must love others because those others are himself. There is but one. Of all the great religious teachers the world has known, only Lao Tse, Buddha and Jesus transcended the golden rule and said, Do good to your enemies. Love them that hate you. Principles exist. We do not create them. We only discover them. Religion consists solely in realization. Doctrines are methods, not religion. All the different religions are but applications of the one religion adapted to suit the requirements of different nations. Theories only lead to fighting. Thus, the name of God that ought to bring peace has been the cause of half the bloodshed of the world. Go to the direct source. Ask God what he is. Unless he answers, he is not. But every religion teaches that he does answer. Have something to say for yourself, else how can you have any idea of what others have said? Do not cling to old superstitions. Be ever ready for new truths. Fools are they who would drink brackish water from a well that their forefathers have dug and would not drink pure water from a well that others have dug. Until we realise God for ourselves, we can know nothing about him. Each man is perfect by his nature. Prophets have manifested this perfection, but it is potential in us. How can we understand that Moses saw God unless we too see him? If God ever came to anyone, he will come to me. I will go to God direct. Let him talk to me. I cannot take belief as a basis. That is atheism and blasphemy. If God spake to a man in the deserts of Arabia 2,000 years ago, he can also speak to me today. Else, how can I know that he has not died? Come to God any way you can. Only come. But in coming do not push anyone down. The knowing ones must have pity on the ignorant. One who knows is willing to give up his body, even for an ant, because he knows that the body is nothing. Monday, August 5th The question is, is it necessary to pass through all the lower stages to reach the highest? Or can a plunge be taken at once? The modern American boy takes 25 years to attain 
that which his forefathers took hundreds of years to do. The present-day Hindu gets in twenty years to the height reached in eight thousand years by his ancestors. On the physical side, the embryo goes from the amoeba to man in the womb. These are the teachings of modern science. Vedanta goes further and tells us that we not only have to live the life of all past humanity, but also the future life of all humanity. The man who does the first is the educated man. The second is the Jivan Mukta, forever free. Time is merely the measure of our thoughts, and thought being inconceivably swift, There is no limit to the speed with which we can live the life ahead. So it cannot be stated how long it would take to live all future life. It might be in a second, or it might take fifty lifetimes. It depends on the intensity of the desire. The teaching must, therefore, be modified according to the needs of the taught. The consuming fire is ready for all. Even water and chunks of ice quickly consume. Fire a mass of birdshot. One at least will strike. Give a man a whole museum of truths. He will at once take what is suited to him. Past lives have moulded our tendencies. Give to the taught in accordance with his tendency... Intellectual, mystical, devotional, practical. Make one the basis, but teach the others with it. Intellect must be balanced with love, the mystical nature with reason, while practice must form part of every method. Take every one where he stands and push him forward. Religious teaching must always be constructive, not destructive. Each tendency shows the life work of the past, the line or radius along which that man must move. All radii lead to the centre. Never even attempt to disturb anyone's tendencies. To do that puts back both the teacher and taught. When you teach jnana, you must become a jnani, and stand mentally exactly where the taught stands. Similarly, in every other yoga, develop every faculty as if it were the only one possessed. This is the true secret of so-called harmonious development. That is, get extensity with intensity, but not at its expense. We are infinite. There is no limitation in us. We can be as intense as the most devoted Mohammedan and as broad as the most roaring atheist. The way to do this is not to put the mind on any one subject but to develop and control the mind itself. Then you can turn it on any side you choose. Thus you keep the intensity and extensity. Feel jnana as if it were all there was. Then do the same with bhakti, with raja, with karma, 
Give up the waves and go to the ocean. Then you can have the waves as you please. Control the lake of your own mind, else you cannot understand the lake of another's mind. The true teacher is one who can throw his whole force into the tendency of the taught. Without real sympathy, we can never teach well. Give up the notion that man is a responsible being. Only the perfect man is responsible. The ignorant have drunk deep of the cup of delusion and are not sane. You, who know, must have infinite patience with these. Have nothing but love for them and find out the disease that has made them see the world in a wrong light. Then help them to cure it and see aright. Remember always that only the free have free will. All the rest are in bondage and are not responsible for what they do. Will as will is bound. The water when melting on the top of the Himalayas is free, but becoming the river it is bound by the banks. Yet the original impetus carries it to the sea and it regains its freedom. The first is the fall of man. The second is the resurrection. Not one atom can rest until it finds its freedom. Some imaginations help to break the bondage of the rest. The whole universe is imagination, but one set of imaginations will cure another set. Those which tell us that there is sin and sorrow and death in the world are terrible But the other set, which says ever, I am holy, there is God, there is no pain. These are good and help to break the bondage of the others. The highest imagination that can break all the links of the chain is that of personal God. Om Tat Sat is the only thing beyond Maya, but God exists eternally. As long as the Niagara Falls exist, the rainbow will exist, but the water continually flows away. The falls are the universe, and the rainbow is personal God, and both are eternal. While the universe exists, God must exist. God creates the universe, and the universe creates God and both are eternal. Maya is neither existence nor non-existence. Both the Niagara Falls and the Rainbow are eternally changeable. Brahman seen through Maya. Persians and Christians split Maya into two and call the good half God and the bad half the devil. Vedanta takes Maya as a whole and recognises a unity beyond it, Brahman. Muhammad found that Christianity was straying out from the Semitic fold and his teachings were to show what Christianity ought to be as a Semitic religion, that it should hold to one God. 
The Aryan idea, that I and my father are one, disgusted and terrified him. In reality, the conception of the Trinity was a great advance over the dualistic idea of Jehovah, who was forever separate from man. The theory of incarnation is the first link in the chain of ideas leading to the recognition of the oneness of God and man. God appearing first in one human form, then reappearing at different times in other human forms, is at last recognised as being in every human form, or in all men. Monistic is the highest stage. Monotheistic is a lower stage. Imagination will lead you to the highest even more rapidly and easily than reasoning. Let a few stand out and live for God alone and save religion for the world. Do not pretend to be like Janaka when you are only the progenitor of delusions. The name Janaka means progenitor and belonged to a king who, although he still held his kingdom for the sake of his people, had given up everything mentally. Be honest and say, I see the ideal, but I cannot yet approach it. But do not pretend to give up when you do not. If you give up, stand fast. If a hundred fall in the fight, seize the flag and carry it on. God is true for all that, no matter who fails. Let him who falls hand on the flag to another to carry on. It can never fall. When I'm washed and clean, why shall impurity be added on to me? Seek first the kingdom of heaven and let everything else go. Do not want anything added unto you. Be only glad to get rid of it. Give up and know that success will follow, even if you never see it. Jesus left twelve fishermen, and yet those few blew up the Roman Empire. Sacrifice on God's altar, earth's purest and best. He who struggles is better than he who never attempts. Even to look on one who has given up, has a purifying effect. Stand up for God, let the world go. Have no compromise. Give up the world, then alone you are loosened from the body. When it dies, you are azad, free. Be free. Death alone can never free us. Freedom must be attained by our own efforts during life. Then... When the body falls, there will be no rebirth for the free. Truth is to be judged by truth and nothing else. Doing good is not the test of truth. The sun needs no torch by which to see it. Even if truth destroys the whole universe, still it is truth. Stand by it. Practicing the concrete forms of religion is easy and attracts the masses. But really there is nothing in the external. As the spider throws her web out of herself and draws it in, 
Even so, this universe is thrown out and drawn in by God. Tuesday, August the 6th Without the I, there can be no you outside. From this, some philosophers came to the conclusion that the external world did not exist save in the subject, that the you existed only in the I. Others have argued that the I can only be known through the you and with equal logic. These two views are partial truths, each wrong in part and each right in part. Thought is as much material and as much in nature as body is. Both matter and mind exist in a third a unity which divides itself into the two. This unity is the Atman, the real self. There is being, X, which is manifesting itself as both mind and matter. Its movements in the scene are along certain fixed lines called law. As a unity, it is free. As many... It is bound by law. Still, with all this bondage, an idea of freedom is ever present, and this is nivriti, or the dragging from attachment. The materialising forces, which through desire lead us to take an active part in worldly affairs, are called pravriti. That action is moral, which frees us from the bondage of matter, and vice versa. This world appears infinite, because everything is in a circle. It returns to whence it came. The circle meets, so there is no rest or peace here in any place. We must get out. Mukti is the one end to be attained. Evil changes in form, but remains the same in quality. In ancient times, force ruled. Today, it is cunning. Misery in India is not so bad as in America, because the poor man here sees the greater contrast to his own bad condition. Good and evil are inextricably combined and one cannot be had without the other. The sum total of energy in this universe is like a lake. Every wave inevitably leads to a corresponding depression. The sum total is absolutely the same. So to make one man happy is to make another unhappy. External happiness is material and the supply is fixed so that not one grain can be had by one person without taking from another. Only bliss beyond the material world can be had without loss to any. Material happiness is but a transformation of material sorrow. Those who are born in the wave and keep in it do not see the depression and what is there. Never think you can make the world better and happier. 
the bullock in the oil mill, never reaches the wisp of hay tied in front of him. He only grinds out the oil. So we chase the will of the wisp of happiness that always eludes us, and we only grind nature's mill, then die merely to begin again. If we could get rid of evil, we should never catch a glimpse of anything higher. We would be satisfied and never struggle to get free. When man finds that all search for happiness in matter is nonsense, then religion begins. All human knowledge is but a part of religion. In the human body, the balance between good and evil is so even that there is a chance for man to wish to free himself from both. The free never became bound. To ask how he did is an illogical question. Where no bondage is, there is no cause and effect. I became a fox in a dream, and a dog chased me. Now how can I ask why the dog chased me? The fox was a part of the dream, and the dog followed as a matter of course but both belong to the dream and have no existence outside. Science and religion are both attempts to help us out of the bondage. Only religion is the more ancient, and we have the superstition that it is the more holy. In a way it is, because it makes morality a vital point, and science does not. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. This sentence alone would save mankind, if all books and prophets were lost. This purity of heart will bring the vision of God. It is the theme of the whole music of this universe. Impurity is no bondage. Remove the veils of ignorance by purity then we manifest ourselves as we really are and know that we were never in bondage. The seeing of many is the great sin of all the world. See all as self and love all. Let all idea of separateness go. The diabolical man is a part of my body as a wound or a burn is. We have to nurse it and get it better. So continually nurse and help the diabolical man until he heals and is once more happy and healthy. While we think on the relative plane, we have the right to believe that as bodies we can be hurt by relative things and equally that we can be helped by them. This idea of help abstracted, is what we call God. The sum total of all ideas of help is God. God is the abstract compound of all that is merciful and good and helpful. That should be the sole idea. As Atman, we have no body. So to say, I am God, and poison does not hurt me, is an absurdity. 
While there is a body and we see it, we have not realized God. Can the little whirlpool remain after the river vanishes? Cry for help and you will get it. And at last you will find that the one crying for help has vanished and so has the helper and the play is over. Only the self remains. This once done, come back and play as you will. This body can then do no evil because it is not until the evil forces are all burned out that liberation comes. All dross has been burned out and there remains flame without heat and without smoke. The past momentum carries on the body but it can only do good because the bad was all gone before freedom came. The dying thief on the cross reaped the effects of his past actions. He had been a yogi and had slept. Then he had to be born again. Again he slept and became a thief. But the past good he had done bore fruit, and he met Jesus in the moment when liberation could come, and one word made him free. Buddha set his greatest enemy free, because he, by hating Buddha so much, kept constantly thinking of him. That thought purified his mind, and he became ready for freedom. Therefore, think of God all the time, and that will purify you. This ended the beautiful lessons of our beloved Guru. The following day he left Thousand Island Park and returned to New York. 